Welcome to the Satori Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Dave Kovar and I'm excited to have you here today. The title of this podcast is Four Great Ways to Use Your Extra Time. Now, some of you guys listening might think, what the heck is that? I don't have any extra time. And that may be the case. Maybe you're incredibly busy and hopefully you can still fit these four things in because they're going to make your life just a lot better overall. But for many people here, maybe uh, your career has moved to a point to where uh, you're more, maybe you've got some time on your hands. You've delegated recently. Maybe you're a small business owner and, and you've got some time on your hands and you're trying to figure out how to use it productively, right? So first and foremost, I want it. This goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway. I think it's super important that you build in time for recreation, whatever that is to you. You know, if you enjoy water skiing, you ought to water ski. If you enjoy hiking, you ought to hike, right? If you enjoy watching uh, reruns of The Office, then you ought to do that as well. I'm, I'm not talking. I'm not saying that you should be productive all the time because downtime is crucial, right? But it's those times where maybe you have an afternoon during the week and you, you feel like you wanna, uh, you got some time off and you, 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 you want to do be productive in some capacity, right? Right? But maybe uh, you want you want uh, you're not sure exactly what to do. Well, this is kind of where this f- comes into play. And I, as in my career, uh, I, I'm incredibly busy. I, I have been my whole career, but I notice now I'm more in control of my time. I've got plenty to do, is to be sure. But since I'm not teaching every evening in the uh, you know classes, and my kids are now grown and don't need me much, uh, then all of a sudden I'll find I have a couple hours that are, are unaccounted for, which is kind of a new thing. So I've had to learn how can I be valuable because I, I want to develop these habits that are going to be with me so someday when I maybe uh, uh, you know my lifestyle changes maybe I quote retire whatever that means and that I'm I'm not just you know sitting on the couch uh watching Netflix or, or, or golfing. Nothing wrong with golfing. I just don't happen to do it. But so, so here we go. So area number one, the first thing I want to talk about. So, and, and I'll tell you what, I'm just going to give you all four now, then we're going to break them down. They are education, exercise, service, and relationships. Okay. So I want to talk first about exercise. All right. So first and foremost, man, you know, how many people, uh, you know, say, I don't have time to exercise. Anytime you hear someone say, I don't have time, uh, finish the sentence with, I don't have time for that. Okay. They have time. They just don't have time for that. Right. And y'all know, man, is that there's so many benefits of exercise. First and foremost, you get that endorphin rush when you exercise, right? So, uh, you know, runner's high, whatever you want to call it. And, and, uh, super important. So selfishly, man, you know, when you exercise, when you're done, you always feel good about it. Right. But I want to give you some basic things. And, and we've talked about this a little bit on other podcasts, but here we go. So when you exercise, you're going to help burn fat. Number two, you're going to reduce your stress. Number three, uh, it helps to relieve depression and anxiety. Number four, you sleep better. Number five, you generate better, you develop better bone density, which is going to keep your body hard and less likely, less susceptible to injury. Uh, number five, you're going to you're going to have more energy. Number six, you're going to be have a better quality of life because you can do things. You don't have to worry if you want to. If you're all of a sudden you're you're out with your family and you're sightseeing, and all of a sudden you want to climb to the top of the stairs to see the statue, you're not limited. You're able to do that, right? So it allows you to live kind of a holder life, you know. And so some rules with exercise that are super important to remember is first off, always remember health before fitness. What I mean is is like right now, and and many other people, I'm not the only one. I'm nursing a couple injuries, right? And so I'm. 
I'm, uh, and, and it's nice to be between injuries, but right now I'm nursing one. So uh, what I've got to do is, is I got to be aware that if I just exercise hard, even with this injury, chances are it's going to prolong it. So I got to make sure that, you know, that I, I'm, I'm smart about it. I work around the stuff that I have. Next, it's important to remember that a shorter workout or a short workout is better than no workout, right? Uh, as my dad always said, a little of something's better than a lot of nothing. And how many people think they don't have time when reality is if you have 10 minutes, you can do a friggin' lot in 10 minutes. Okay, and if you're thinking no, I can't, try alternating between squats and push-ups for 10 minutes. See how you do. You get the idea. Uh, time does not to equate to value. It, you know, it, it's better. It, a little exercise done consistently is way better than a lot done every occasionally. Okay, and the next is variety is important. You want to make sure that you are being as well-rounded as possible, so that you 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 uh, you're, you prepare your body for anything, and you don't overwork a particular thing. Like for example, if you run a marathon every day, you, your body's going to pay for it probably for most people in most cases. Or if you do heavy bench press every day, your body's going to pay for it. So you want to make sure that you're doing variety, and then always you want to make sure that your exercise is a balanced routine that includes strength, endurance. Uh, flexibility and also mobility, right? So super important. So there you go. So first and foremost, if you have time, man, you have some free time, have you exercised today? Uh, for me, uh, I rarely miss. So I, I, out, of the, and out of the course of a month, um, there may be two or three days uh, maybe occasionally a fourth day out of the month that I don't exercise. Now, that doesn't mean I'm spending two hours a day. Sometimes it might be a 20-minute routine, right? But an average day for me, I'm usually going to get resistance training for 20 minutes to a half hour. I'm going to do some kind of stretching or yoga for 10 or 15 minutes. And and, you know, and usually I'm going to try to sneak in some martial arts. That might all happen on the same day, certain days, sometimes um, just one of those events. So that's first and foremost. So number two is education. So what the heck do I mean by education? Ongoing education. I don't necessarily mean, and by the way, if you did, you know, you're going to go back to school to get your master's degree, hey man, that's awesome. That would be a great example. But what we're talking about is is the mindset of being a forever learner. This is so important in that in that you know, I have got friends that I went to school with that that went went on to, you know, to to go on to college and and became maybe successful in their field, but they really quit learning once they kind of got out of school, right? And and of course, there's always going to be on the job learning, but we're talking about specific, really going out of your way to uh, uh, to continue your, your learning curve. And why this is important, so many reasons. First off, knowledge is power, right? So uh, I'm amazed by when I'm, you know, right now my focus is kind of on, uh, as far as my learning curve, it's on exercise, it's on nutrition, um, yeah, relationships. Those are the kind of things that I kind of spend my time, right, uh, kind, kind of studying and learning about. And and how quickly I'm able to put what I learned to to, uh, to apply it in, in, into my daily routine, right? So, of course, you want to become successful financially, that that would, should be a, a place you spend some time. You know, so that so that uh, you're you're the least amount of ignorant you can in particular areas that are important to you. So, but let me give you just some other things that are really important to understand. You know, um, ongoing education is associated with better a better mental functioning when you get older. So, a lot of experts think that advanced education, keeping that learning curve going, may keep the memory strong uh, by getting a person into the habit of being mentally active. See, the deal is, challenge your brain with mental exercises. It really does help to activate processes that help maintain individual brain cells and stimulate communication among them so man just in the process that's why like things like programs like lumosity right are, are so popular because they help you do that very thing but here's what's important um 
it's, you can't just do the same thing, right? It's it's so important that you try new things, and you know you pursue a hobby that's new, a, a new learn a new skill. Uh, you know, vo- volunteer for a project that that it, it is it involves a skill you don't usually. Uh, use and and this really can do, dramatically help increase your 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 function your memory. So also with this is that the more stuff that you can educate yourself with learning uh, to use more senses. So not just reading. That's one aspect. That's why it's so important that like maybe you take up pottery or or I hate to even admit it, but I've recently uh, uh, taken up doing some um, uh, some artwork. Right. So I'm learning how to do a little painting and I'm really bad at it, but I'm enjoying the process. Right. But that that what that does is that the more senses you you uh, uh, use the more senses you're going to be able to continue to use and put to work and they've done study after study where they they've associated more than one sense for example you know, the sense of smell you know when when somebody like sees a picture and it's associated with a smell when they get that smell they're able to recall that picture much clearer than if they just saw the picture itself so do the best you can to find a way to challenge more of your senses you know uh, see here look etc Okay, so the next thing that's really important with this is, is, you know, very common for us to kind of fall into as we age. You know, I had a senior moment, you know, or man, my, my memory's falling, right? And there may be some truth to that, certainly. You know, there certainly can be, right? But, but uh, it, studies have shown that middle-aged and old learners do worse on memory tasks when they're exposed to negative stereotypes about aging and memory. And so the bottom line is, is that it's really important that, that when we think, oh, I'm having a senior movement or you can't teach an old dog new tricks, all that kind of stuff that can really mess with our, our uh, eagerness to learn. And so that's why it's so important that, that uh, you know, uh, if you can believe you can improve and you can translate that belief into practice, you have a better chance of keeping your mind sharp. Okay, so regardless of the age, man, there's still plenty of time that you can learn. And, and so many things like, if, like when it comes to this is, is whether it be when I'm talking about engaging your senses like a minute ago, you know, might be learning a musical instrument, learning martial arts or a different martial art, uh, uh, learning to paint, cook, all those things can really be valuable, okay? Uh, number next, it's really important that you prioritize your brain use, and this is what I mean by that. And chances are you already do this. Some of you do it better than others. But when there's a lot of stuff that you have to remember, you're utilizing a lot of your brain power for things that you could be learning. They're taking space, whereas you could be learning something new. For example, like every time I go to this grocery store where I do my primary shopping, which is a Bel Air grocery store in Carmichael, California, I park pretty much in the same place. Why? Chances are you do too because what happens is that allows me, I don't have to think about where I parked because I parked at the same place. Right? And so uh, same thing is if you, if you have a lot on your mind and you don't write that stuff out, what happens is you have to kind of remember all that stuff. That's why I'm a fan of having like a notepad by your bed and just at the end of the day kind of you know, debrief your day, anything you want to remember to do the next day. Man, that'll, you can put it on paper. Therefore, you can free your mind for it to be more creative. Right? And that's why it's so important to take advantage of calendars and planners and maps and shopping lists and address books and all those kind of things. Um, it's where you don't have to use your uh, your brain process for that. You can use it for other things. And just like even, like, I don't know, man, I have readers. I don't wear glasses all the time, only when I read. And, and one of the things is that I'm, I was constantly losing my glasses until I designated a specific place for my glasses. That's where I put them, and my keys. That's where I put them. And at least I do most of the time, right? But what happens now is I, it frees my brain up. I don't have to waste excess energy, and I can pursue other things. And, and another thing about this is is the value of 
stuff like memorization, you know, for example, memorizing a poem or a quote and, and continuing to do different ones like this really can help you solidify that, uh, especially like when it comes to names. Uh, you know, if you hear someone's name for the first time saying I'm bad at names, that's a, that's a cop out. That's a cop-out. That's saying there's nothing you can do about it. You can always be better at names, right? So, for example, one real simple thing there is getting to have it when you meet someone is uh, yesterday I taught a class, and it was a very small class to a group of teachers, and uh, um, there were six of them. And uh, I don't always do this, but yesterday I mindfully said, man, i got to do a better job. About I, I feel like I was losing my ability to to memorize names because I maybe I haven't been trying as hard. So I went out of my way to really focus on learning these six people's names and it took me very little time to do it and once of course I knew them I was able to use them which which committed the memory bank even more and and I felt real good about it so go go out of way to repeat what you you know names of people so you can learn how to what remember who they are better okay and then also you know it's way better just like exercise is you know is the repetition of learning it's not like one day a week you want to spend 14 hours a day probably not bad you could probably do that to learn stuff as much as kind of chunking it out over time so imagine if every day you spend a few minutes at this time to work on this and a few minutes to study that versus cramming right and and uh, that that's a way that that it's going to help your memory dramatically. So that was number two. Number two was once again education. Number three, the one I'm going to go with here is. And by the way, education. What happens? We talk about exercise and how you get a uh, an endorphin rush when you exercise. Well, there's another chemical right that, in, uh, that's uh, released in your system when you accomplish something, and it's it's dopamine. And uh, that's basically, you know, any, every time you learn something new, you get a little drip of dopamine. Like, oh, I learned that. You're able to check a, check a box off, so to speak. The third one is, is service to others, right? And this is, this is so important, is, is, is a good way to use time. And, uh, and, and I'll tell you what, there's a reason why shows where, uh, um, like I'm thinking of one, I'm dating myself here a little bit, but Extreme Home Makeover, right? Or maybe a, 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 a show like The Voice or America's Got Talent where this person performs and, and, the, and, the, uh, and maybe it's the underdog and they do a good job singing this song and then the speaker says some nice things about them, right? Well, what happens is, is it feels good when the speaker's able to say, uh, the celebrity is able to say something nice about them. They feel good. The person who they're saying it feels good. To whom they're saying it feels good, and anybody watching feels good, right? It's, and so what happens is everybody benefits from that. And I know from experience, and so do you, that every time I do something nice for somebody else, man, yeah, it's the right thing to do. But guess what? I feel good about myself. I am told that one time, um, actually, this is a true story. One of my black belts um, uh, is from India, and she, when she was uh, right out of college, she served alongside elbow to elbow with Mother Teresa. And she spent like a summer, you know, volunteering and helping with her. And had to got to have a few conversations with her. And one time she said something to the effect of, oh, Mother Teresa, you're so selfless. And Mother Teresa's comment is, no, I'm not. I'm actually very selfish. But this makes me feel good when I serve others, right? So there's so much truth to that. When you're serving others, man, it feels good. But but a, a couple things to be thinking in this case. And that is, is that when you get in the habit of serving others, what happens is, is you start, there's a, there's a shift that goes, that you start, don't think about me as much as we and and this is a really distinct thing that 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 all of a sudden uh you you you, it's not a you know it's not an either or you break some of those the thought process of what's in it for me 
the mind shift shifts kind of more from consumption to contribution, if that makes sense. Okay, and and, per, and interesting what happens when you serve this way, when you're looking out, of, going out of your way, then all of a sudden you kind of go from a scarcity mentality, always trying to figure what's in it for you, to all of a sudden your cup is overflowing. That's just the way it's going to be. So that's one kind of reason for service. Number next is when you serve, you're really kind of expressing gratitude, right? Uh, um, and so it, it, it's like most of us have so much to be grateful for. Not not that there's not things that couldn't be better, because there certainly is, but often we spend uh, our time I'm thinking about the 3% of our life that isn't right versus the 97% that is. And every now and then, I think it's important just to take a minute, man, and one way to, to, to express gratitude is is uh, um, is to show, uh, you know, is to serve others. Uh, but it really can can have an incredibly big, uh, you know, a big effect on you. I heard a quote. Well, actually, it's another Mother Teresa quote. We can we can do no great things, only small things with great love. I love that line, right? So you know what? Can, another reason for it. Number the next one is, is that uh, you know anytime you kind of work on on. Um, uh, uh, what can I be of use to others? You kind of get out of that self-centered mindset that can be, man, it's kind of your ego that can kind of get things caught up a little bit. And and this is, I just love this line. This comes from Rachel Naomi Riemann, and, and she put it like this. When you help, you see, you see life as weak. When you fix, you see life as broken. When you serve, you see life as whole. And I love that distinction, right? And maybe it's semantics. Right. But man, so that's the word. Right. How can I serve? What can I do? How can I help out? And, you know, when you do that, you know, I'll tell you what, kindness is contagious. But guess what? It's it's worth uh, in my mind. It, it is it is worth catching. Right. It's worth getting somebody to to, to really experience that. Right. So those are some things as far as service goes. Uh, and, and imagine if we all had this mindset, do my share and a little extra. Do my share and a little extra. So we'll talk about this when we're talking about our junior group, you know. And that is, is like when, when we're doing like a uh, wherever we might be, if we clean up. Like I, I teach my kids that if you're going to be at a store, let's say, or you're going to a fast food restaurant where you put away your own stuff. Imagine if after you, instead of just leaving your, your count, your table, your 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 tray on the counter, right? That you 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 threw everything away and put it back where it is, and you put the ketchup back in the ketchup box, and you you put everything where it's supposed to be, and then you looked around and you found one extra thing to do. So what's going to happen? It's going to literally take you a split second, but I'll tell you what, it is going to be an incredibly good habit, and you're going to feel good about yourself. And guess what? You know, people will come to know you as someone that goes that is selfless, and and you're not doing it so people will find that out, but boy, will it serve you massively uh, in, in the long run. I'm reminded about one time, uh, literally 37, 38 years ago, I was working at a health club as a, as a like a personal trainer. And I was in my early 20s. I was also teaching martial arts at the time, but I was supplementing my income by working on this health club. And, and I remember I was, I was uh, at the same time, I was helping out a couple of people that are on this Nautilus line, and I'm dating myself there. And in between, I remember going over, and just because I had some rhythm going and I felt like doing it, I remember put some weights away that some guys left, and I picked up some trash, and I put it away, and I came back, and I was coaching some people. Well, it turned out, unbeknownst to me, that one of the people that was in the line that was working out was the owner of this 
this uh, this this chain of clubs, and he saw me do that. And uh, next thing you know, guess what? I got an instant raise on the spot, right? And so that was pretty cool because you know he caught me doing the right thing, right? That's not why you do it. You don't do it so you can get a raise at work. But guess what? <laughs> There's a good chance that that could be the result of it, right? So service, and actually that kind of brings us up to the very last one, which is relationship. And service and relationships are are very much related. There's no doubt about that, right? Um, but what I wanted to talk kind of like a, a little bit about relationships is here's a this is one of my favorite quotes is like this it is better to have friends than enemies I want to say that again it's better to have friends than enemies how many times in my life have I uh, you know maybe uh, later on wished I would have done a better job with my relationships an example would be uh, and once again this is going to sound maybe selfish but you know one of my friends who had a truck and years ago uh uh, you know, I, I, we'd kind of lost touch with each other. We were we were still friends, certainly, but but I hadn't called him for a long time, and we'd been it'd been months since we'd communicated with one another. And I kept on his name was Paul. I kept on wanting to reach out to him, and just never got around to it. Right, just never got around to it. And then I needed the truck to move, and guess what? I'm doing. I'm calling my friend Paul. Hey, how you doing? And then I had to kind of you know small talk. But guess what? He kind of like any. By the way, he loaned it to me gladly because we were friends. But man. Had I kept my relationship strong, had I just been keeping in touch and, you know, checking on him, then that, that call would have felt so much easier, right? So much more, you know, my, uh, more real, so to speak, all right? So with that said, a few things when it comes to relationships that, that you're doing is, is that, um, and this is basic stuff, but sometime we can re- be, be reminded of it, okay? And that is, is, there's a great quote that goes like this. You can judge a person's character by the way they treat the people least important to them. I'm going to say that again. You can judge a person's character by the way they treat the people least important to them. What the heck does that mean? Well, basically, uh, uh, you know, don't you're not just keeping relationships strong that are people important to you. Just go out of your way to, you know, make a habit of it, right? And that might even be letting people in in traffic, right? It's interesting because, you know, my headquarters school is really close to my house and I can't go to the grocery store without running into a, a current student or a former student. Several months back, I'm, uh, I'm in traffic and, and this lady's losing her blinker and she wants to turn in front of me. She wants to turn left in front of me. And, and, and so I slow down and I let her, I wave her on. And so she, she, uh, you know, she turns left in front of me and her eyes catch as she drawing the, in mid, in, around the corner. Get it? What do you know? She's a parent one of one of our students that I know, and she waved at me, and I waved back. And well, what would have happened if I hadn't done that? I didn't. I didn't let her in because I, I thought, oh, she. I better be nice to her. She's one of my. She may be one of the parents of one of my students. But that's what happened, and it, boy, it sure it served me later on. I I'm sounding. Guys, there's pl- I can do way better at this, so um, forgive me if I find, sound like I'm bragging. A few months back, there's a car broke down on the side of the road, and 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 I, I and I see it's a lady there, so I pull my car over. It's busy. It's during rush hour. Another guy pulls his car over. And we proceed to push the gal to the side of the road, and of course, for guys, y'all know what I'm talking about. It's kind of like we feel like we re-earned our man card when we do that. That makes us feel good, right? We're happy to help, but we're, we're thinking, yeah, I'm a good guy. Look at that, what I did. And so I push her over. I go, you need help? You need a ride? Or you need to call? She goes, no, no, I'm good. I'm going to call AAA. I'm good. I go, okay. And anything else? She goes, oh, great. Well, then I get a call two hours later from one of my instructors. She said, did you just help some lady on the side of the road? I go, yeah, uh, I did. She goes, yeah. <laughs> She's a new member. She says, I thought that was Mr. Kovar that helped me today. So once again, felt good. I was glad to do the right thing at the right time. But And there's been plenty of times when I haven't done that. There's been plenty of times in my past, I like to think I'm doing it less, where I participated in gossip which is a friggin' waste of time. 
if you don't know if it's true or not, it's a type of bullying actually, right? Or if you, maybe it's true, but it do, there's no purpose for it. Or it doesn't do any value. Why would you do it, right? Okay. So what do you do instead? Well, you know, for me, I do my best to try to stand up for people if I hear people talking bad about them. Or, or at the very least, I try not to participate in gossip, right? Uh, but what I try to do with, like, like the people in my life and what I can always do a better job of is, is first off with my family, like with my wife, is to notice and appreciate and same with the people that I work with. Notice what they're doing and appreciate. And go out of my way to just walk up and look them in the eye and, and give them a give of your time. Uh, be sincerely interested in what the heck they're doing. So my kids, for example, it's present focus and interest. So maybe something my, my son or daughter are into, maybe I'm not that into it, but they're into it. And if I want to keep my connection strong, what can I do? I can do my best to try to get into it and really pay attention and show interest in what they show interest in. And of course, that's the same with, with you know, with people you surround yourself, right? And, and, and the motto is, you know, it kind of relates. Relationships and service overlap, but what can you do for the people around you, right? Uh, which, which can be just such an, an incredibly big difference. And so like, for example, there's about 15 people that I work with at our headquarters school. There's a lot more people in our company, right? We have like 115 employees that, I, but these are people I see pretty much every day. And I do my best to kind of just have a, you know, go out of my way just to say hello and connect with them because it's just the right thing to do. I feel better and I think they feel better as well. So I want to kind of review the four things. All right. And by the way, if you're busy, can you still put these four in? Heck yeah, you can. Maybe just at smaller doses, right? You know, exercise, like I said, you know, you, you can, um, in, in very short period of time, you can, you can get a lot done when it comes to exercise if you're motivated to do it. And by the way, it, it, you know, assuming you've exercised when you didn't feel like it, guess what? You're always glad you did. You don't, you don't ever exercise and say, gosh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Unless maybe you're coming back from an injury too soon or something like that. But otherwise, you're always glad you did. And education, there's so many things, man. You know, you can, you can, uh, you know, five minutes here, 10 minutes there, podcasts that you download, you know, all those kind of things that you can do so you can, while you're driving, you can learn a foreign language. I know someone that learned to speak Spanish while they were driving over the course of several years because they had a long commute, right? So they can do that. Um, so, uh, and same with service and relationships. So if you can focus on those four things when you have a few moments of time, it's always a good use of time. And by the way, that's going to affect all the rest of your life, your areas as well. So once again, thanks for being on the podcast here. I appreciate you being here and best to you and see you next time. Bye-bye.